1: You're talking to the Rolex-wearing, diamond ring wearing get kiss-stealing, are dealing limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun. We are live. We are live on a Roll Talk Friday in the building. I got some stuff I got to say. And some people might not like it. And frankly, I don't give a damn. Because it's true. And sometimes the truth hurts. Sometimes you have to tell people the truth. They don't like to hear it. They don't want to talk about it. They want to lie to you about it. But it's the truth. And the fact of the matter is, personal attack on black athletes is good for ratings. But if you talk about Trump, if you talk about racism, if you talk about police brutality, they say that you got to stick to sports. We don't want that on Sports Center. We don't want that on on our Embrace the Debate shows. But if you want to talk bad about a black athlete, if you want to make personal attacks on a black athlete, we'll do that. And then what we'll do is we'll promote it on all of our social media channels so we can get you talking about it. But if you say something about Trump, if you say something about these cops shooting people, if you say something about you know, if you say something bad about Colin Kaepernick, that's okay. But if you say, hey, maybe you know, it's not right. <laughs> they they don't want they don't want that. <laughs> they don't want that. But you can Amari Cooper, out of all the people you're gonna take a personal attack on, you got Amari Cooper. <laughs> Amari Cooper has not hurt a fly. Amari Cooper. That's, that's what you're going to promote. And none of them, all of those people, look, on Get Up, I didn't, on Get Up, not one of those people had, had the, the nerve to stand up to Rex Ryan. You're culpable. You're culpable. I wouldn't let that fly. I wouldn't let that fly. There's no way I let somebody take a personal attack on a black athlete on national TV and not say anything when that athlete hasn't done nothing to nobody. <laughs> Amari Cooper? Is that who we... Amari uh, Cooper. It's bad when Will Kane called Antonio Brown a suicide bomber. And, and remember I emailed ESPN? I said, you know something? I understand Antonio Brown does some some wild things. Call him a suicide bomb- bomber is a little much. They said, hi, no comment. We choose not to comment. But I bet you if they would have called Trump a suicide bomber, I bet you something would have happened. I bet you something would have happened then... <laughs> Something would have happened then. Go on, go on first take and call Trump a suicide bomber. Mike Pence a suicide bomber. Go on, go on get up and say Trump handling the coronavirus with all of these sports and everything. And he's a turd. Call Roger Goodell a turd on, on national TV. Go say, hey, the NFL, Roger Goodell is acting like a turd for, for doing all of this stuff during the coronavirus. See what happens then. See if it shows up on Twitter. It wouldn't show up on Twitter. You know it. I know it. But if it's a black athlete, that's okay. It's okay to take shots at us. It's okay to take shots at black athletes and say, look, this is what Rex Ryan said. Let's debate. Let's debate. Because they're doing it for ratings. But, you know, we don't talk about racism, though. Don't don't talk about, you know, Jay Jones saying he'll cut somebody, you know, because, you know, they kneel for the anthem. We won't talk about that. But you can call black athletes whatever you want to. And then you got Ed worker Let me tell you something about Ed Water. And these things aren't mutually exclusive. This is why it's very important that I explain it to you like this. If bad things happen to people, you don't want bad stuff to happen to people. We talked about this with Brick McHenry, right? Brick McHenry has said and done bad things. I don't want the lady to have a brain tumor though. I'm not, I'm not inhumane. I don't get any joy out of somebody having a brain tumor even if they say bad things. Here's the thing about Ed Water. I know him and his family has had medical issues over the year. I don't want anybody to have cancer. I don't want anybody to be sick, right? But it is wild to me that someone like Ed Water, right, will watch someone like Bob McNair say racist stuff about black players and then try to use the cancer to eliminate the racist statements. Like to me, that's insane. Okay. That is crazy. That that is that is that is that is MAGA 101. I got a black friend. You know, I give the black causes. I I I did something for the NAACP. So I can't be racist. That's not how it works. That is not how racism works. Just because Bob McNair decided to say, you know, I'm sorry that you're having medical issues within your family, which is what normal, regular people would do, that doesn't make what he said anything less racist. And he's been slick dissing for about 20 years. I look, I've been I I've been in around in media for a very long time. Furthermore, I've watched reporters since I was like six or seven years old. So I know all of these guys. And the older I got, the smarter I got, and they've been slick-dissing. Ed Ward has been slick-dissing certain black athletes for 25-plus years, be it T.O., be it just Ocho, just some other players on the Cowboys, all depending on if they don't fit into what we always talk about, the white man's box. Now, let me tell you what the white man box is, if you don't know. It's called the Jordan Theory. It's called the Jordan Theory, if you didn't know. It's actually, if you look it up, it's out there somewhere. It's called the Jordan Theory. And why do I call it the Jordan Theory? Remember Michael Jordan and you remember Allen Iverson, right? Michael Jordan, Allen Iverson. Michael Jordan fit everything, because Michael Jordan was smart, fit everything that, you remember what they wanted in the box. You see what I'm saying? They want black people to act a certain way, right? If you act a certain way in the white man's box, then you as a black person are then acceptable to them. You know, if you talk a certain way, if you dress a certain way, if you address them a certain way, you fit into their box, right? And then you are accepted by them. It's the same thing with OJ. When OJ started hanging out with the white people, they accepted OJ because OJ fit into their box. When you don't fit into their box, whatever that may be, then all of a sudden, you're a problem. Let me tell you something, right? Marvin Harrison, Ocho Cinco, my man Chad, Terrell Owens are all great wide receivers, right? They're all great wide receivers. No doubt about that, right? They handled their business in three distinct different ways, right? If you had, though, if you had to go out in the street, if you had to go out in the street and said, which one of these three guys or the one guy that I would be like, I don't know if I want to mess with this guy. This guy may have criminal activities that I don't want to mess with. You know who it would be? It would be the quiet one. It would be Marvin Harrison. It would be the one that fit into their box. It fit into their box. But the reality is, just because somebody fits into the box, that doesn't mean you know who they are. That just means they act like you want them to act. Michael Jordan was doing all type of crazy stuff for a very long period of time, but he was able to act and fit into their box. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the difference. That's the difference with, with someone like Ed Water. Ed Water goes on, and maybe he doesn't understand it because he's an old white man. I don't know. But if you don't fit into Ed Water's box, Colin Kaepernick, T.L., then but someone like Marvin Harrison, who he doesn't know anything about, fits into his box. You know what his box is? Think about it. Submission. Even though Marvin Harrison is a gangster, visually he looks at him as submissive. Why? Because he's quiet. He doesn't talk. He doesn't, you know, s- s- rile up anything. He's not, you know, uh, b- b- you know, b- boisterous and all of that stuff. You see what I'm saying? You-, you understand what I'm saying? They like submissive black men, or what they perceive to be submissive black men. Now Marvin Harrison to knock your block off, but in the- in the NFL he seemed to be submissive. Barry Sanders, submissive. Calvin Johnson, submissive. Larry Fitzgerald, submissive. And I'm not saying that these men are actually submissive. What I'm saying is, though, in their box, they seem to be submissive. Russell Wilson, ah shucks. Russell Wilson will probably beat Future's ass. Let's be honest with you. If Russell Wilson and Future fought, I would take Russell Wilson and I would bet on Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is not no punk, but visually he fits into their box. So what they do is they always sneak this on it. Ed Warner has been sneak dissing for a very long period of time and then he got social media and all of a sudden you can kind of see it, right? And he he knows I'm telling the truth. That's why he kind of stepped back. Like, oh, have a have a nice life, sir. You know what I'm saying is true. You know what I'm saying is true. I see you for who you really are. I see you for who you really are. They, they don't like that. When I see him for, I know who these people really are. You know what I'm saying? And like I'm saying, I don't want anything bad to happen to the man. I don't want anything bad happening to his family. But I see you for who you really are. For what you really think when the cameras are not on. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that ESPN brought you back tells you me a lot about what things ESPN is talking about. You see what I'm saying? Red Cup. They don't like that. They don't like for me to tell them. I see what you're doing with Will Kane, right? You can't tell me that if I if 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 a if a black guy on ESPN said called Trump a, a suicide bomber or Tom Brady. What did I say, Trump? If 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 Stephen A. Smith came in there and said, "Hey, Tom Brady's like a suicide bomber," you can't tell me that there wouldn't be an apology five seconds later. You can't tell me that he can block all he wants because he knows it's true, Brandon. He knows it's true. He knows it's true. ESPN know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. I'm not saying that they told Rex Ryan to call him a, a turd, but when they saw Rex Ryan call a black athlete that they know who won't defend themselves, because I don't even think of Mario Cooper is on social media. They said, you know something? It's the Rona. We can put this out here. And next thing you know, everybody will be talking about it. Every Because who the hell watches get up if they don't have to? You know what I'm saying? What's the point of why? Who want to watch get up if you, you don't have to? This is and, and and somebody said, well, Rob, you can't say Rex Ryan is racist because he did it to Baker Mayfield. That's correct. I didn't say Rex Ryan was racist. What I said was ESPN will use <laughs> disrespect of a black athlete personally for ratings, and they don't care. But they won't do the same for a white athlete, or they won't do the same for politicians or racism or anything like that. Ed Water sucks. Let's just be, let's just be honest with it. You know? Well, that's well, that's uh, unknown. White quarterbacks always sneak up in the draft because intangibles or whatever, you know. Oh, they can throw a football on their knees, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know that that they don't like to hear that. <laughs> they don't like to hear that. Okay, and I don't like it, and I tell them. I don't just go out here and just say stuff willy nilly. I'm not just out here talking just to talk, right? Like Air Ward Water has been like this for a very long time. It's not like I go into Air Water every single day. But to bring T.O. and Ocho into this, right, to bring T.O. and Ocho into this was, was sneak dissing. Mike Leach, right? Good point, Brandon. Mike Leach comes out and he's doing memes of, of, of nooses and all of this stuff. Just no accountability. You see that? No accountability. Mike Leach has said a lot of suspect things. Have done a lot of suspect stuff and he gets away with it every single time. Every single time. Every single time. These guys could go to Trump rallies and do all of this stuff. If one of these guys would say that, say that Obama is is I'm Obama, it'd be a big thing. You know. You know. I'm just listen, listen, I'm not saying that Ed Warder doesn't have positive attributes. (laughs) Let me explain what I'm saying to you so you understand. I think sometimes you guys don't understand. And I tried to explain that when I talked about Brett McHenry. When I say these certain things, I am talking specifics. I'm not talking in general. I'm saying Ed Warder could be a nice guy 95% of the time. He could be your neighbor. He could be the guy at the grocery store. He could be really cool. He could be nice to 99 black people. What I'm talking about is in these particular cases, He's wrong, Will. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm i not saying. Look, you, if you don't think he's, maybe I should explain this to you like this, Will. You can say racist shit, right? And not necessarily think that you are a racist. Do you understand what I'm saying? I think people say racist stuff all the time. And in their mind, they feel because they're nice, generally, <laughs> that they're not, that's not racist. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, Will. I'm saying what he's saying is offensive. It's offensive to me as a black man. It's offensive to black people. He says offensive things to women. He's been sexist before. You've seen it. (laughs) I'm not just talking out of my ass. I just put it out there. A woman come up and said, hey, it's a tough time in journalism for minorities and women. If you want to get into the business, hit me up. The first thing Ann Warder said was, what about the men? The hell does that mean? And then when she tried to explain it very calmly, saying, "Listen, you know the industry is ninety percent white males. I'm just trying to give some women, and I'm trying to give some black people some opportunity. You know what Ed Warner said? Was well, everybody racist and sexist? I want everybody. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that that that's factual, Will. That's not me making stuff up. That's not me being in my feelings. This is factual things that I'm saying. When I see black people dying, people that look like me, people that could be my kid, getting shot by the police, unarmed, and I see Ed Water say, well, where's the protest for the cops? That shit, I know what that means, Will. (laughs) I know what that means. You understand what I'm saying? (laughs) I, I know what that means. If you say stuff like that, I know what that means. No. Here's the thing, Will. If you say, well, I want the best candidate to win for the job, you also have to acknowledge that the best candidate doesn't get the job all the time because we're a racist fucking country, (laughs) that we're a sexist country, that the media is racist, that a lot of the people that give the jobs in the media are racist. You have to look at that perspective before you make your comment. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? You, you have to look at their perspective. You have to have some sort of intelligence as a person to say, well, why would a woman say I need women to and minorities to apply? That's what I keep trying to tell you, Will, just because it's not what you meant. That tells me that your mentality is something of privilege. You see what I'm saying? Your mentality is privileged if you don't think that. When I see somebody do that, I'm like, that's a great job that somebody would want white women or not, somebody want women and black people to get jobs because, you know, inherently our industry is 90% white males and it would be nice to have some diversity. That's because I understand when Ed Water doesn't see that, that tells me that he's privileged. You see what I'm saying? That tells me that he doesn't even understand. When, listen, if a cop If a cop gets shot, okay, trust me, if a cop gets shot, the whole police force is going to be out there. People are going to protest. People are going to be upset if a a cop gets shot every single time. They're going to get upset every single time. They're going to put all of their resources in finding that cop killer. Once again, if you have to equate that to a black man getting shot in the streets and no justice being done about it. Where the cop gets a paid vacation or gets cleaned off. You know what I'm saying? Those are two different things. But if your mind, if the first thing that your mind goes to is, hmm, white lives matter. Hmm, why are there no protests for the cops? Hmm, if it's whataboutism, once again, you may not be, you may not think you're racist, but that's racist type of thinking. (laughs) That is racist type of thinking. The things that he said about Colin Kaepernick, the things that he said in the past, these are racist type of things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. That, that's what I'm saying, Will. I'm just trying to get you to understand. I'm not just out here saying he's a bad person. I'm not saying he's an evil person. I'm not saying he doesn't... What I'm saying is, is that he needs to understand, and it's my job, if nobody else is going to tell him, that this, the things that you're saying... Don't make any sense because not, you got your privilege. You're in a box. It's the same way I told the other guy when he was talking about Antonio Brown getting arrested. And I said, hey, man, you're talking about Antonio Brown getting arrested and you want to put him in jail for 500 years. Why haven't you said anything about Julian Edelman? you know what he said? Well, I didn't get around to that. You're the senior NFL reporter and you can't get around to Julian Edelman getting arrested? But you got time for Antonio Brown? It's the box. You got to think. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. You see what I'm saying? Not saying you're a horrible person. Not saying that you not good to your family and all of that shit. I'm saying that as media, as a media person, we have a bigger responsibility. This isn't some redneck out in the middle. This is not Joe Exotic or anything like that. We are media. These media, sports media are the people that are forming or helping form the opinions for millions of fans, for millions of people in the area, a million of people. So when Ed Water says something like this, it just doesn't affect Ed Water. It affects everybody. <laughs> it affects everybody. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's what you guys don't understand. These guys have huge platforms. You guys are on ESPN. Like in the in the, in the general sense of things, I'm a little guy. I'm a little guy in this industry. You see what I'm saying? You guys are on. I'm trying not to curse, but I'm getting upset. You guys are on ESPN. <laughs> you can't do this. You can't go on ESPN and make it seem like it's okay to call a black man, a black player who's done nothing to nobody, a turd. (laughs) You can't do that. That's ESPN. You cannot tell people that Antonio Brown, who's basically thrown penis, you know, gummy penises and some issues and all this stuff. You can't go on television and call that man a suicide bomber when there's real terrorists. In this country, you can't, you can't do it on ESPN. You can't do it on FS1. You can't do that. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? You guys have a bigger responsibility. This is not just some random person talking. These are big people that are talking. This is a big platform. You guys have to start taking this shit seriously. If Ed Warner says stuff like, where's the protest for the cops when black people are getting shot in the streets? All that does is people just come behind it and say, you know something, who gives a fuck about black people? Black lives don't. The reason, look, I don't know what Black Lives Matter, the the, the group and all of that stuff. I know they got drama and all of that stuff like that. But listen to it. They try to characterize Black Lives Matter as a terrorist group. Just look, the title is Black Lives Matter. And then what happened was, people said, well, don't all lives matter? Well, if all lives mattered, would we have to say black lives matter? Just think about that. Would there have to be a black sports online if you guys did your job equality-wise the right way? Would I have to come out and do this? (laughs) Would I have to come out and say this? Why can't I be sitting here talking about WrestleMania right now? Why can't I be talking about Ozark? Why do I have to come out here four, six, seven times a week and come out and put you guys in your place for saying this stuff? <laughs> it. I Listen, you're not listening to me, Will. You're not listening to me. You're not listening to me. I'm not saying that, look, there are people, okay? Let me calm down for a second. There are people that I consider good people, okay, but they say stupid things. All right, <laughs> okay, they say things that that aren't right. You know what I'm saying? You can be a good man. You can do good things. They're not mutually excuse. They're not mutually exclusive. You know what I'm saying? I have friends that have said, I, "You think I agree with everything Jamel Hill says? Do you think I agree?" with everything, uh, you know, that, that Evan says or Babcock says on TMZ. You see what I'm saying? Do do you think I agree? No, I do not agree with everything black, white, or whatever. I do not agree with everybody. Do I think everybody agrees with me? No. I understand that. Does that mean I'm any less of a friend with Jamel Hill? Does that? I've told the story about Michelle Beadle. There are things that I definitely disagree with Michelle Beadle, but she's done things for me, right, that I just can't throw away. So I am not saying I do not understand you saying that that you know he's a good guy and all of this stuff. What I'm saying is when I disagree, even with my friends, I let them know that. Now I may not go out publicly in that because if I got your tell if I got your text. You know, or your number, I will tell you. I've told them, like, I don't agree with this. Why did you do that? And all of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? That is not true, Will. Will, I hate to break that to you. I, I really hate to break that to you. And, and and if you want to be to come on the show and talk about it, that's different. But you can be racist and still do and do good things. Let let's not let let's look, that, that's that's not true. Like that's just factually not true. Now, if you're saying that, then what you're saying is is if you agree that Ed Water said some real suspect things, what you're saying is he's not a good person. Now, what I'm telling you is that there are people that can do a lot of lot of good. They, 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 they could do a lot of good things, and they could be a good person 95% of the time, but that doesn't mean they, they can't be racist. We all have our biases and things. That doesn't mean that. I like to think that I'm a good person. I don't get everything correct every time. I say things that I wish maybe I shouldn't have said. And all of that stuff. So you can be a good person. But that doesn't mean that you can't be racist. Now if you're saying that in your mind. It can't be mutually exclusive. Then I'm telling you that Ed Waters is not a good person. And we have to agree to disagree on that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We have to agree to to, disagree. I'll give you an example. Josh Allen right, says racist stuff on Twitter. He said racist stuff on Twitter, right, when he was in high school or whatever, right? Now, I don't know Josh Allen right now, but for all intents and purposes, he seems like a nice enough guy, right? So you can say racist stuff, you could even be racist, but you can end up being a a good person. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, do you see what I'm saying? Like, I don't know Josh Allen, but there's nothing to suggest that he hasn't been a good person ever since then. You can also be a great person. That doesn't mean that you do everything correctly. You see what I'm saying? Like I think J.J. Watt does a lot of good things, but I think he's suspect. <laughs> I've said that many a times, right? If Antonio Brown has done great things for the community, with the kids, I know this factually. Doesn't mean that he doesn't do stupid stuff. You see what I'm saying? Like So, so you can't start mushing all of that together. You cannot start mushing all of that together. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? You you can't. You can't. We we've, we've all said, we've all said and done things. Like I told the story, when I was in high school and when I was in college, I was super homophobic. I was super super homophobic. And I would call them names and make fun of them and do all of that stuff. And I, you know, I grew up and I grew out of that. Doesn't mean that when I said it it wasn't wrong. It means that I learned and I understood. Hell, literally as Maybe as, as I think it was like four, maybe four or five, six years ago, I was one of the main people that was making fun of Pam Oliver's hair, right? And the weave and all of that stuff. I was the main one. I was cracking them jokes. I was cracking them jokes. And then I met with um, uh, Lisa Salters. And Lisa Salters broke it down for me, almost had me in tears, feeling bad about what I had said and what I had done When she explained to me everything that Pam Oliver had went through in her career. When she told me everything that Pam Oliver, I was, I literally was almost near tears out of some of the things that I had said about her considering my platform. And I never did it again. So you can change. You can, you can say terrible things. You see what I'm saying? You can say terrible things. You can do bad things and be different. You know what I'm saying? So what? But what I'm telling you though is that Ed has had this opportunity. This is not the first time that I've called him out on this. He's had this opportunity, and he chooses to continue to do it. Now, what does that say about you? What does that say about you? If yeah, Ed, yeah, Pam Oliver got replaced by Aaron Andrews because they wanted a, a white blonde. I mean, that's just the facts. She's not. You know, nothing against Erin Andrews. She's not as good as Pam Oliver. She's never been as good as Pam Oliver. We, this is, you know, and and this is not me just saying that. Go ask other people in the industry. Go ask other women, white, black, or otherwise. Just ask them. Honestly, ask people in the NFL industry. Ask the players. Just ask them. Who's better, Pam Oliver or Erin Andrews? Who does their job better? Who's more prepared? It's going to be 80-20 Pam Oliver. I know this, factually. Factually. Ed Ward has had an opportunity for 20 years to stop saying stuff like this. For 20 plus years, he's had an industry. He's had an opportunity. <laughs> he's had an opportunity and he doesn't change. Well, that's what I'm saying. If he had said this stuff five years ago and it changed, we wouldn't be talking about this right now. But he's setting his ways. He thinks this is right. It's not right. It's not. It's not right. It is not right for him to do that. And just because he says something cool about one black person or he likes another black player or something, it doesn't mean that it's right. You know, Will Kane, Clay Travis, hell, and, it's not, and, and Will, let me tell you something. This is not just, I'm not just talking about white people. I say the same thing about Jason Whitlock. <laughs> said the same thing about others. When Stephen A. Smith says this stuff and I don't like it, I say the same thing. This is not me like I hate all white people. You see what I'm saying? When black people do it, I'm on the same live stream saying the same stuff. I'm very consistent. It's not about white or black. It's about when people in the media say certain negative things about black players or they protect certain things and it's not the same. This is what happens. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I just wanted people to know that it's right. Yeah, it's, it's right or wrong. I've, I've called out. I've called out all, all people, because the point is, is that we want to be fair. We want to be. But unfortunately, 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 you have to understand that the whole point is to be consistent, and not. We you don't have to do that. You don't have. You can the thing that pisses me off about the Amari Cooper thing is you can talk whatever you want to talk about on the field. Right? If you want to say that you know you don't think he should have got paid, whatever. You want to say that he's not a, a good player, whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you want to say that, that's perfectly fine. You don't have to call him a name. You don't have to bring TO, who's never had anything criminal in his life into the, to the situation. You don't have to do that. That is not necessary. (laughs) It's just, it's just, it's you, they do it because that's the only way people can watch their show. That's the only people, that's the only way they can watch their show. You know, that, that, and that's the problem. That's the problem. (laughs) You know that that's the problem. That that's my issue. Don't if you want to say that Amari Cooper is a nice. That th- my problem with Ed started with the fact that you don't have to bash two other retired black players, right? To hype up another black player. I didn't label him. I pointed out the facts, Will. I did not label him. You, do you do you see? What, what is I said how Ed Warder has been sneak-dissing black athletes for 20 years, okay? That's what I feel he's been doing. I didn't talk about anything about, you know, his family life, how he's with friends, with whatever, what good deeds he's done and not done. What I said was I don't like the fact that he's been sneak-dissing. He doesn't talk about He doesn't say it directly. He says it indirectly, and I don't like that. If you're going to say it, just say it. I'd rather you just say it like Rex Ryan. Don't just, you know, you know what I'm saying, don't 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 just be sneak dissing. Don't don't take an outside shot at TO because you don't like TO. Or Ocho. What the hell is Ocho? What has Ocho done in the last 10 years besides give people big tips and play them in FIFA? <laughs> what has he done to deserve that? Just because they handle things different than Marvin Harrison, that doesn't mean that they're any different of a, a person. That's what I, when I talk about privilege and I talk about, you know, I need, sometimes I need white people to think outside the box. We're the only race, black people are the only race that are always told that we have to act a certain way. And if we don't act a certain way that is deemed acceptable by society, then we're thugs or we're troublemakers or we, we, all of these other things where any other race is different. Nobody compares how gronk you know, celebrates to how Austin Hooper celebrates. You know what I'm saying? Nobody compares that. Nobody says Gronk celebrates like this. Austin Hooper celebrates like that. We wish Gronk would celebrate more like Austin Hooper. Nobody ever does that. Nobody ever says, wow, I wish that Philip Rivers wouldn't trash talk the same way I wish Philip Rivers would be like Drew Brees. <laughs> you you never hear that. You never you never say, man. I wish Philip Rivers celebrated, you know, the same way that Peyton Manning celebrated or Tom Brady celebrated. So, you know, Tom Brady. I understand Tom Brady has won six Super Bowls, so he can act crazy or whatever, right? But I see Tom Brady act crazy, and it's really no different than if. If, if Odell Beckham acts crazy, it's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? When remember, when Baker Mayfield, the way Baker Mayfield acted was talked about confidence and moxie. Right? Lamar Jackson, I, he must not be smart. I, I mean, you highs the trophy winner, two-time finalist. You know, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the, the inconsistencies, right? Nobody ever says that. Nobody says, you know, I wish, I wish you know, Julian Edelman was like this, or I always wish this quarterback was like that. But with black players, it's always like, I wish T.O. was like Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, it's always black on black. I wish Cam Newton was like Russell Wilson. <laughs> well, if Kyla Kaepernick wouldn't talk, and just been like Dak Prescott in this it's always pitting black athletes against black athletes there's no you know you know I want you to be like Steph Curry and said everybody's this could be different everybody could be different everybody could be different Julian Edelman has had several run-ins with the law right several run-ins accused of you know a lot of stuff. You see what I'm saying? I remember, and this is true, and Will, I don't know if you know this or not, but I know it's true. ESPN came up with something called a T.O. Cam. Do you know that? A T.O. Cam, if you guys don't know this story, what it was was it was a camera, just one camera that was totally focused on Terrell Owens, right? Now, for those of you who have never been like to a football game and been able to see the sidelines or whatever, there's always a lot of argument and a lot of commotion on the NFL sidelines, a lot of emotion and stuff. So if you honestly put the camera on any player, you may see some, you know, some arguments and things like that. But they had a dedicated camera for Terrell Owens <laughs> just to see what T.O. was doing on the sidelines. And make it into a story. And that's something that they use today. They've used it on Dez Bryant. They've used it on Odell Beckham. (laughs) They use it on. Now they can flip it too. Let me tell you how it works. You know for like for Odell Beckham. They'll put it on there because they're hoping for you know an an explosion. They're hoping for an explosion. But then they also put a dedicated camera on J.J. Watt. To make him look like Captain America. You see what I'm saying? It's a dedicated camera. I'm not talking about the producers saying, hey, go to camera two. No, it's one camera on certain players to try to get them. reaction. I remember I told Dez that. Dez had got into it like the week before, and I think they were going to be on like Thursday night football or Monday night football. I tried. I said, Dez, I said, Dez, they're going to have a camera on you, a a singular uh, camera. I think T.O. probably did like it at the beginning, but think about every emotion that you have on the sideline and then they'll playing it back and then try to make you seem like the bad guy. That's not cool. That's not cool. If they put a camera on Julian Edelman the whole game, he you would see the same thing, but they don't. They don't. They don't. I'm just telling you what's going on behind the scenes. Like, I used to ask ESPN for comment. And I know that I'm not gonna get a comment, so I don't do. It. They did do that to Jay color Like once it was T.O., then they started using it for other players. I'm not saying that they didn't use it for white players too, but but they would. They that 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 came from T.O. Like we know T.O. is gonna do something on the sidelines. Let's dedicate a camera for him. That's dedicated camera for certain players to make sure that they you know they we make sure that they get we get that reaction. Like, once again, you do good things, you can do good things. (laughs) That's my, my job is not to tell people who's good or who's bad. My job is to make sure that things are being treated equally. (laughs) That people are being, that athletes are being treated equally. If athlete does a bad thing, then that should be reported on right? It's not that if Antonio Brown is doing seven bad things and acting crazy that you can't report on it. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you can report on it without calling him a suicide bomber. You can report on Amari Cooper without calling him a turd. You can report on Colin Kaepernick but but without saying, oh, he's un-American and all of this stuff. You can do all of this stuff. It's possible. These people are talented enough, maybe, to do this. (laughs) This is not difficult stuff. If you're talking about Cam, just because, Cam, look, Cam Newton, Phillip Rivers, have you ever watched Phillip Rivers play? He's talking crazy from this, the time of these steps on the field and to the time that he gets off. He says, he may not curse, but he says disrespectful stuff to a lot of people, refs, other players and everything. He's been doing it for 17, 18 years. How many stories have you ever heard about Phillip Rivers' And the way that he trash talks. Exactly. Right, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You, You haven't heard any. You haven't heard any. So I'm not saying that you can't do a story on Cam Newton's outfits. It's funny, I get it. But when you start saying these things, but you don't say anything about somebody else, that's a problem. If Antonio Brown gets arrested for beating up a... The, the, the moving truck driver. That's a story. I get it. It's a story. It should be reported on. You know, it's problematic. But nobody reports on Julian Edelman. And it just goes away like it never happened. It just goes away like it's never happened. Is the NFL going to take any, any movement on him? No. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not. I think people sometimes get it confused. I'm not excusing bad behavior. I just want everybody's behavior to be treated equally. Black players aren't allowed to have emotion. They want you in a the box. They want you in a box. Tom Brady can throw his helmet and yell and scream at people. He's Tom Brady. He can do it. I get it. Right? But that doesn't mean that if somebody else doing it, it's a bad thing. And a lot of times, let me tell you how they also trick you. A lot of times you hear, you see the visual of uh, somebody arguing on the sidelines. You're like, he's not a team player. But then you hear the audio, and the audio is just them hyping these people up. They used to do that to all the time. You see the visual of to very animated on the sideline. They be like, "There go to again," and then you will hear the audio, and it's to saying, "Hey, we can do this. Come on, give me the ball. I want to make a play." Blah blah blah. <laughs> they don't want you to see that. <laughs> they don't want you to hear the audio. They did not get to dance. With. You see the you see that, but you don't hear the. The, the pumping up to let's do better. You don't hear that? They don't show that. They show the visual. Once again, I had to learn all of this. It's not like I figured this out like one day. I had to figure out how they did this stuff. And that's what I want you guys to know. I want you guys to know who you can trust and who you can't trust. You know what I'm saying? Who you can trust and who you can't trust. You can't trust a lot of these media people, you can't trust. A lot of these programs, you just can't trust them. And because, as you know, same reason we got Trump is a lot of people are idiots in our country. They just go with what they they know. They just go by what they hear. That's why I respect someone like uh, Woj, Adrian, uh, you know Wojnowski. You know why? Because Woj just reports the story. He doesn't care what you think. Okay. He, he doesn't have an opinion. Here's the story. You make your own, you know, opinions on it. Here's the story. This is what happening. This is what the The NBA's doing this. LeBron's doing that. He just reports the story, right? He just reports the story, and then you decide what you want to think about it, right? He put them on TV. This is what X, Y, and Z. This is what's going on. I can respect that, regardless of what the story is, you know. But the other ones... They got a little bit too big for their britches because before journalists used to just be people that wrote or were on the TV. Now they on TV and they think they stars. And they got a lot of followers and everything. So they feel like they got to lean into like their opinions. Like just write the story. Just just do the story. You know what I'm saying? That We don't need you to be talking about how the cops don't have a protest. We don't need you to be taking shots at other black players when you can't be trusted. You can't be trusted. Some of these guys, some of these guys are in the pocket. Meaning that the NFL, the NBA, certain teams in the pocket. They got them in the pocket. And when you're watching stuff on TV, it's very important to know that these people talk about it beforehand. They have an idea of what they're talking about beforehand. So they know what they're trying to do to irk you. They know. They know when they're talking about LeBron. and all, They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. Now, you know, some people are, some of them are equal opportunity. And what I mean by that is, I don't think they're racist. I just think they look for the the most interesting player that, that is going to give them the most ratings. Like, I think Colin Cowherd is like that. Even though he said some racist stuff in the past about, like, John Wall and some other things, right? I think his general thing is, which player can I pick on that's going to get me... The ratings. It's going to give me the views. It's going to give me the lessons. I think Skip's like that. Like, Skip's normally on the right side of the racial stuff, but he's like, what player can I get that is going to get me the most views and all of that stuff? The, I mean, Bradshaw used to call people niggas. That's true. That's true, Jack Crab. Bradshaw called his teammates niggas. Don't believe me? Go look it up. Go look it up. Go look it up. I mean, Bradshaw makes fried chicken jokes. Go look it up. Go look it up. He's one of those that probably don't see it as racism. But go look it up. No, Skip hasn't. Well, he's evolved in the sense that he's a little more fine-tuned. But he just, it's just whoever the play is. The TOs, LeBron's and Aaron Rodgers, who cares? Black players are picked off. Right and and why like it's it's just weird. It's not even weird. It's just a microcosm of society. It's a microcosm. of... Bradshaw, Terry Bradshaw, Terry Bradshaw, Terry Bradshaw. Look look look, look, look it look look it up. Look it up. Look, just, all you gotta do, Terry Bradshaw nigga. It, it it comes right up in Google. I'm not telling you something that's not true. I can look it up right now. I read it in a book. <laughs> I read it in a book. It's in a book. Well, that's what I was saying, uh, Norbert, is that, you know, I think it's worse when black media does it. Honestly, I think it's worse. Red Cups. I think it's worse when, when black media does it. And i tell you why. I think well, let me let me let me think about this for a second. It is worse it's definitely worse when black media does it. I think sometimes white media, they're white people and they just don't under, they just they understand but they don't care. Like they're so privileged and they're so in a box and they've been doing it for so long that they like Edward's been doing this for 30 something years. So, of course he's not going to change, right? I think as a black person though, a black person in the media, you have to make a decision to do that. You black, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like even like OJ, OJ still knew he was black. He made a decision. You see what I'm saying? He made a decision. So I think as a black person, you make decisions. You know what I'm saying? On on, you understand what you say is going to have a bigger effect. Now, obviously the almighty dollar sometimes means everything to everybody. somebody. So you pay, some, you pay a black person enough money, they'll do whatever. Like, honestly, come on, like, think about this. Just think about this. If you're a black reporter, right, you're a black media personality, right, and you get the call to come on Fox News, what exactly do you think they want you on for? They don't want you on to, like, give, like, thoughts of, of actually helping black. You know this before you even get on there. Michael Vick, that scene, Michael Vick got on, F, Michael Vick got on FS1, and he was around other people that were talking about Kyler Kaepernick, and thought he had to talk about Kyler Kaepernick in his head. Now, and that disappointed me in Michael Vick. You know why? Because black people in general have been fighting Michael Vick, Michael Vick's battle for 10 plus years, 10 plus years, about the dog fight. We've been fighting this battle, so it's like, come on, dog, really? Really? We've been fighting your battle. So, when they call you and say, hey, "I want to be, on, I want you to be on Fox News, I want you to talk to Laura Ingram or whatever, et cetera, et cetera,", et cetera. you know what's going on. like someone said, Stephen A. is always on that line. Some weeks Stephen A. is with us; other weeks he says some stuff that I, you know, I don't agree with. Like the the only thing about Stephen A. Smith, I say this, is he has more of a responsibility maybe than anybody else, because he's probably the most high profile African-American media person in America, in America. So everything that he says is going to get a reaction. Everything, everything. So that's a lot of responsibility. That is a lot of responsibility. So you have to be very careful. You have to be very careful with with stuff like that. Sometimes I think he does a good job; other times, not so much. Like, so, and I want to tell you guys kind of a secret. This is a secret, right? There are times where, as black media, we understand or we disagree or we don't like something that a black athlete is doing, right? But we have to think of the greater good of black people, and I think sometimes. We don't do that, right? Like I can tell you guys, there are things within the Colin Kaepernick situation that I feel like could have been done better, <laughs> that that could have been handled better, <laughs> that I like just point blank disagree with, right? But if you give into that and you go on social media, you go on your websites, you go on TV or whatever, and you say that, you then what happens is is that all the MAGA people say, see, that black person said this about Colin Kaepernick. He said this about such and such. If he said it, we can't be racist. So it's a fine line. Like like things were like, like say, even non-racial stuff, like Antonio Brown, okay? Antonio Brown obviously causes a lot of his own problems, right? But within the context of the NFL... Antonio Brown is not the worst person in the in the NFL right now, okay? You know what I'm saying? He is not the worst person. And I had to tell somebody that yesterday because they were like, I'm like, come on. I mean, Alden Smith has done worse stuff than Antonio Brown. You know, there's a lot of players in the NFL right now that have done a lot of stuff worse than Antonio Brown. It's not excusing what Antonio Brown has done, but it just you 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 have to balance that out. You can't just you can't just be like, well, sure, like come on, man, you can't you can't say, oh, Alden Smith is this and that, and I hope all and all that's true. Like I hope Alden Smith has cleaned his act up, and all his other stuff. I, th- I think that's great, but then you can't on the other end say, I hope I hope uh, Antonio Brown never gets another opportunity, right? Richie Incognito is a good example of that. I think it's pretty clear that Richie Incognito has done worse things than Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown hasn't had a gun and been running around and said he's going to blow people's head off, okay? Now, Richie Incognito got suspended two games and got a new contract. But nobody really talks about Richie Incognito. You know why? Because he's not a black, flamboyant guy. He's not a black, flamboyant guy. <laughs> you know, he's not on social media and all of this stuff. That I said, sometimes it's not equal. There's no reason that Antonio Brown should be suspended any more than Richard Incognito. It really shouldn't. If if Big Ben was only suspended for four games for several criminal accusations of sexual assault, how can you suspend Antonio Brown for more than four games for a, a somewhat shaky lawsuit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not equal. It's not equal. It was, I, like, the whole thing, like, the it's just, some stuff is just not equal. And, yeah, they're holding up the investigation because they don't want Antonio Brown in the league. Antonio Brown has that T.O. disease where sometimes it's the, the messenger is all jacked up, but the message is not too bad. <laughs> and if you actually get through all of the the stuff and hear some of the things that Antonio Brown said, what he said about Big Ben, what he said about some of the NFL owners, what he said about some of the other players, what he said about how the NFL treats black players. That wasn't inaccurate stuff. What he said about Kraft, that's not inaccurate stuff. It's kind of hard for Robert Kraft to, you know, be judgmental of Antonio Brown, you know, when they both kind of just pay for sex. He wasn't lying. It's just this Antonio Brown. So that's what I mean. But yeah, I think black media has a, be- a bigger responsibility. I expect white media to, to do these type of things. You know, I, I mean, they, that's what all they say, all they doing, black pharaoh, they both paying for sex. Uh, Robert Kraft paid for sex in the Asian spot. I'm pretty sure that the girls in the Asian spot didn't want to have sex with Robert Kraft. Pretty sure. I mean, I'm pretty sure the reason that they have to be, you know, prostitutes is not because they want it to be prostitutes in an Asian spot, right? We, we, I mean, that's that's pretty common. That's that's not going. That's not that's not an outrageous take, right? And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that Antonio Brown paying these painters and paying these girls to do weird stuff for him. I'm pretty sure they're not doing it because they like Antonio Brown, right? I'm pretty sure they're doing it because he's good. I'm pretty sure. Oh, little Wayne side chick. Wasn't in his bad music videos because she thought Antonio Brown was the best person in the world. Pretty sure it's because of the cash. It's, it's no different. It's the cash. You know, I'm not. I look. I look. I'm not saying anything, but I'm just saying when you ask for two million dollars and you quote unquote claim you've been violated, sounds more like you just want the cash. And that's that's right. We know two million dollars to make it go away. Just saying, red cup.
0: I got a little animated
1: today. I'm passionate about this type of stuff because it's ridiculous, man. It's really, it's really sad and it's really ridiculous. And now, and not one person from that I could see, not one person from ESPN has came to uh, um, Amari Cooper's defense, and that used to always piss me off about ESPN because they'd be all in my DMs. They'll be all in my text. They'll email me. But they won't. Look, I get it. Like, you got a job. It's the Rona. You don't want to lose your job. But not one person from ESPN has come out and said, Rex Ryan, that that was wrong. That was wrong. That was wrong. There's been other journalists, other networks, and all of that stuff. But not one person from ESPN. And they still got the tweet up on top of that. They still got the tweet up. You know why? Because they don't give a fuck. They really don't. don't. They really don't. Oh, what well they no, they they said Rex Ryan joins sports center clarifies earlier comments. That is um that Martha Spirits. Good. I like Martha Spirits, Good for Martha Spirits. Uh and Woody? Yeah, actually those are two that I've talked to. They 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 will say stuff. That's good. That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Any of the white reporters? Did Grinny say anything? Did Grinny say anything? That's his show. Did Grinny say anything? The granny didn't say nothing. Who else is on the show? Who else was on the show? I don't watch the show, but who else was on the show? It's Granny's show. Why didn't he say something? Did the granny say anything? Martin Luther Coon, Greeny? Listen, let, let me say something about Granny before I get like, like he said to Martin Luther Coon, and and he and I, you know, got into it about that. Um. A long time ago, but then, then, then I had an opportunity to talk to Greenie and he apologized for it. And then he said, yeah um, he, he he apologized for that. He said he liked my stuff, and we kind of." But he he he, you gotta, you show show, you gotta, you gotta do that. What does Sarah Spain say? What, what does Sarah Spain? Yeah, I think she, I'm blocked, so I don't know. If, I don't follow her, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. While you guys telling me what Sarah Spain said, I'll see what Rex Ryan clarified his comments.
0: Surrounding Cowboys wide receiver Amari Cooper, I, I know you'd like to, to clarify those.
1: So the <laughs> clarify, okay. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. First off, I mean, i i can't believe I said that. Uh, use that word. Oh, he can't uh, believe it. Was, it. Uh, it was a poor choice by me to, <laughs> Did you think? to say what I said about uh, Amari. And anybody knows me, you no. Know, I mean, look, I'm uh, quite honestly, I think the world of every player. Oh you know, God, it's terrible. For every single player in the National Football League including Amari Cooper I don't block now, I don't block Gar I think the Cowboys uh, overspent for Amari Cooper and the reason for it is I don't doubt that this is an elite player he has those traits look at but him like backpedals to me shows up on the road oh this, oh so he's not just
1: gonna he pitch just, pitch just pitch. apologize he's gonna take more shots
0: and now those are three things that Amari Cooper has not done Oh,
1: he's getting loud about it. His
0: okay. I think he's won one playoff game as a as a player, and all those things. Oh, it's so Amari
1: Cooper fun. The they don't win playoff games now. Okay. All right.
0: Um, my what I added at the end of that, you know, I want to apologize to Amari again, and and uh, hope he accepts my apology. Uh, he meant apology.
1: it. He meant it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'll be blocked. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Like it's not like I go around like, ooh, I'm blocked. But every once in a while, people will say, "Hey, did you see such and such?" And they will be like, oh, like, "I don't know, I'm blocked. Who cares? I don't care." If, you, if they say something stupid, I'm still gonna see it eventually. So, what, what did Sarah Spain say? Instead, of, why couldn't he just apologize? Why, <laughs> boy, white people, I tell you, he could have just apologized. Right, that's my. Whole, I always say that all the time, um, um, Evelyn. Is that why is it Amari Cooper's fault that they offered him the money? Shouldn't your Shouldn't your rant be about the Cowboys and not Amari Cooper? Shouldn't have anything to do with Amari Cooper. It should be the Cowboys, exes, all of this stuff. Robert F. Kennedy's granddaughter and son drowned in a canoe accident. The Kennedys, are, my goodness, that curse like the Von Erichs. Mm, that's ridiculous. Mm. I see. Yeah, there we go. That I mean, it, it's it's it was bad enough that Rex Ryan, um, that Rex Ryan said it. It's worse that ESPN decided to promote it. That's really the problem. That that's that's really the problem. That's really the problem. That they decided to promote it. There's no way that gets promoted if that's uh Tom Brady or Phillip Rivers. No way. They don't they wouldn't promote it. They they wouldn't promote it. Because you can honestly say that, you know, the the, the, the coach overpaid for I would say there's much more evidence that Phillip Rivers is washed than 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 <laughs> Than Amari Cooper. But if, if Rex Ryan had called Phillip Rivers a turd, nothing, nothing would've happened. They wouldn't promoted it. They would've cut it out the show. They would just hope that you had never seen it. They would have hoped that you'd never seen it. Mm. That's what would have happened. They had hope that you had never seen it. I think, yeah, I think Sarah Spain has me blocked, so I don't know. I can't see whatever she's talking about. Maybe she doesn't. I don't know. I think, no, she doesn't. I take it back then. I don't see anything. Anything of any interest anyway. Yo, Bill Withers died. Yeah. He uh, was a, a wife beater, but, you know, they won't tell you that part. <laughs> they won't tell you that part. <laughs> I don't see anything. You guys just making up stuff. I don't see anything. Nah, just maybe, you know. You know Bill Withers was a wife beater? If if you look... Well, that's probably it, because when I get a call, it always kicks me off. For the best in sports and sports entertainment, check out blacksportsonline.com and you can catch me, Robin Littow, Monday through Friday on TMZ Sports on FS1. Follow me on Twitter at BSO, Facebook Black Sports Online, Instagram, and YouTube BSO TV. I'm out.